We are live. We are here. Welcome to the show. Episode one. We got a lot to get to today. We got Savvy the Amusing calling in, who is, in my opinion, the best impressionist in comedy right now. I got an announcement to make. We got mail to get to. We got a lot of things going on. The first thing I want to get off my chest is this song I keep hearing over and over lately. Have you heard this before? Yeah, that's all it does. Yada, 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 yada. Ugh, it's so bad. And it's always accompanied by some TikTok video of a girl twerking at a mall or grocery store for some reason. I mean, why do they always do this in the grocery store out of all places? I mean, is that like the new stage? You know, it's like a, like the stage of choice for disgraced children to show off their parents' failures. I don't get it. Anyway, the song annoys me more than anything. It's just so low effort. Yada, 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 yada. Like, I shouldn't be able to perform someone's entire work of art perfectly with no effort on the very first try without studying it or practicing it, right? Like, it's getting to the point where I wouldn't be surprised if a song came out with someone just saying the word the over a beat. Like, the, 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 the. Not only would I not be surprised if it comes out, but I also wouldn't be surprised if it topped the charts, won a Grammy or something, you know? It's like, just you could just do anything anymore. I think at some point, you won't even need to say words anymore over a beat. You could just open your mouth and let air out, like, uh, and put a beat to it. Worldwide hit. People twerking in grocery stores. It's just, it, it's over, folks. This is the era where we just laugh at what it's become. There's no turning this around. This is what society has set as its mainstream standard now. And honestly, it's a gift to comedy. I mean, as much as I'm annoyed by it, I still find it funny. Sometimes sad. I feel every emotion. When I see someone's child pounding her ass on the grocery store floor for views from strangers across the world, I feel every emotion. Every emotion we've been given. Happiness, sadness, anger, despair, fear. The list goes on. Which is a perfect segue into my announcement. Now... Since this is the debut episode, I think it would be wise to establish something right off the bat, especially for the people tuning in that, you know, they might not be familiar with me. Um, this might be their first time tuning in. I thought a lot about this lately, and I think I'm ready to make it official. And what better way to make it official than on the debut episode? No, I'm not coming out of the closet. I apologize to anyone who got their hopes up. What I want to do right now is uh, I want to announce that I am formally disassociating with the human race. Now, I know that brings up a lot of questions, but it's not what you think. I'm still going to pay my taxes. I still love my friends and family, of course. But when I see videos 
of outdoor yoga classes with people doing downward dogs and plastic bubble pods, I got some real concerns about the direction this species is going. And frankly, I don't want to be involved in where it's going. I don't. Whatever this new normal thing is, I'm just going to filter it right out of my head and not even acknowledge it. Nope. These things people come up with today, and the amount of people who sign on to it, it terrifies me. And I don't care how insensitive you think I am to this nonsense, okay? I will never compromise my values or bend reality to conform to a new reality based on fear, emotions, feelings, whatever. I don't give a fuck. Call me what you want. I am who I am. That's a Popeye quote. I also am whatever you say I am. If I wasn't, then why would I say I am? That's an Eminem quote. Anyway, see, now I lost my train of thought. The yoga shit. Yeah, if you're listening to the audio-only version of this show, let me describe to you what I'm looking at here. This is a video of an outdoor yoga class with people spread out inside individual plastic pods. This is like a scene out of a 1960s sci-fi movie. We got the yoga instructor up there in her own little personal pod acting as if this is a completely rational and logically sound decision. Beautiful job, you guys. Bring your big toes to touch the back of your mat. I mean, the fact that someone suggested this and more than one person agreed to this makes me question the average IQ of everybody in the country. It's got to be a lot lower than what's being reported. I mean, I hope there's a fumigation system running in those things because I, I don't know if you've ever taken a yoga class, but from what I hear, there's a lot of gas shooting out of those yoga pants. Honestly, I don't think I've ever known someone who's attended a yoga class and said they never heard someone let one go. If you hear at least one per class, just imagine how many you don't hear. I mean, I just picture like shooting stars of methane flying out of half the people's asses in those classes, crisscrossing the air while everyone's just doing what they do. But you know, honestly, if these people live in so much fear that they can't be outside amongst people without locking themselves in a bubble, then they deserve to live in their own little gas chambers. If they'd rather inhale the fumes from their exhaust pipe instead of just practicing common courtesy and keeping some space outside, I mean, then this is what they deserve. I mean, they have to leave the bubble to get out of it, right? I mean, how did they even get in there? They had to walk outside next to each other, right? I mean, see, this is what happens when I ask these questions. My head starts throbbing. It's basically my brain's way of asking me, why are you using me for this? There is no answer to why people do what they do sometimes. You just got to accept it sometimes. But I'm just, I'm so curious, you know, I've always been, fascinated by human behavior you know it's like out of the millions of paths that you could go down you know as a human being it's like to end up being to end up doing the downward dog in a 
plastic bubble pod. I mean, it's just like, how did you get there? You know, and, and I just want to point out, I don't care what measures you take to protect you or your family's physical health. Like this whole mask debate, you wear a mask, great. But when I, I see you doing yoga in a bubble, now I'm concerned. I'm concerned about you and your mental health. That's all it is. I, I, look, I never liked people standing too close to me to begin with. So like the social distancing thing, I can understand. It's actually kind of nice to not have people knocking into me in the supermarket or breathing on my neck in line. I was always taught to give people space growing up, but apparently a lot of people need the government to tell them that. Good. Whatever keeps their Monday morning onion bagel coffee breath from seeping into my face. I endorse social distancing for exactly that reason. Forever, actually. Stay away from me. Thank you, government. Exhibit two. I saw a video of two people making out in masks today. Oh, yeah. That's right. Mask on mask love, baby. Now, when I first saw these people, I'm thinking to myself, this just has to be a one-off thing. Or maybe it's just staged, you know. But, but if it is real... I'm thinking this has to be like a one in a million thing captured on film. Nope. Two people making out in masks on the cover of Vogue. That's right. Can we, can we pull that up? Th look, this was the cover of Vogue in Portugal. Yeah. Two people shirtless making out with each other's masks. You know, when I see this stuff... Sometimes I wonder what people back home think of these things, you know? So, so what I did was I got an on-the-scene reporter to tap into the pulse of the New York streets. He calls himself the New York Redneck. We got him on the line right now, actually. Uh, Mr. Redneck, uh, if, if I could get you to comment on what I'm looking at right now on the cover of this magazine and make some sense of this for me, it would be greatly appreciated. Yeah, I'll comment on this fucking Vogue thing. They're fucking both butt naked. You know, the guy's not even wearing a fucking Jimmy hat. He's fucking hitting the raw dog, and he's got to fucking kiss her with a mask on. Okay, well, there you have it, folks. I can't find an argument against it. It's just weird, man. You know, I had another thought, too. I'm like, what's next? What if I log on to Pornhub right now? and see thumbnails of people wearing masks. Is that where we're headed? If that happens, my brain will just throw in the towel. Well, guess what? I went on there. And what did I see? You guessed it. It's just gotten to the point where you could think of any scenario in your wildest imagination, and there'd be a 99% chance that it exists. Like, if I were to say there's someone out there who is convinced they're a dog. I could go on the internet with supreme confidence in the fact that that will be confirmed. And of course, you know, I already looked it up. Of course I did. I'm curious. Here it is. My name is Tony and I'm a human pup. I'm Andrew. I'm Tony's husband and trainer. That nice. <laughs> to be fair, I, I gotta believe that 
these scenarios have always existed. Society just didn't have the internet to find these people. But you know what hasn't existed before? Mask on mask porn. You want to know what else? Oh yeah, it goes further. Our medical experts actually recommend it. According to the Vermont Department of Health, you should masturbate together while using social distancing and face masks. Yeah, this is real. You can look this up. Now, if you or anyone you know stands at opposite ends of their bedroom, staring at their partner while masturbating with a face mask on, please contact me because I got questions. Lots of them. I mean, are Matt Stone and Trey Parker writing these guidelines? Because it just seems like we're living in this never-ending South Park episode. Doesn't it? Doesn't it feel like that? It almost makes me wonder why they're taking so much joy away from us. I mean, they basically recommend that you don't touch each other whatsoever. Most of these I've read, though, said if you do have sex, wear a mask. But it's like some states are different, I guess. I mean, it's just interesting how a lot of these medical experts, like, they're not consistent. Like, there's no universal guideline is what I'm trying to say. I mean, yeah, you have the CDC, you know, but then there was the WHO. I mean, like, who are we supposed to listen to? I mean, half the people enforcing this stuff, they don't even follow it themselves. I made an entire video on this. It's just back-to-back hypocrisy. Anyway... Overall, though, for the gist of these these guidelines, these sexual guidelines or recommendations, it looks like what they're trying to do, essentially, without saying it, is ban blowjobs. Yeah, maybe that's their end game here. See, if that's the case, now we need to stand up and fight. Look, you could take away the indoor dining, the concerts, the shows, holiday gatherings, our businesses, our careers. Take it all away. But don't you dare take away the most sacred pleasure the gift of life has to offer. That which is the blowjob. There's people on Skid Row right now who have nothing. But they keep pushing because they know there's a chance of a blowjob in their future, at some point. Most likely from a crackhead, but, you know, you take what you can get when you're living in the streets. Social distancing got you down. You know who's got you covered? Florida. That's right, it's time to get away. Get out from under your couch. Go on a trip. Go to Miami, get your ass on the salty bottom boat. The boat holds up to 49 guests. Go see all the beautiful views Miami has to offer, day or night. You got islands, sandbars, you got all those big houses surrounding the beautiful Biscayne Bay. Salty bottom boat is very spacious with plenty of room and comfort for all guests. Water toys, coolers, large stereo system, DJ setup. BoatPartyMiamiBeach.com. Give them a ring, 305-393-1322. Or email saltybottomboat at gmail.com. They're on Instagram at Boat Party Miami Beach. Go look at the pictures. You'll wish you were there. New boat, new waves, new fun in Miami. What I want to do right now is I get a lot of people messaging me. And what I want to do is I want to do a segment where we take the time to dip into the mailbag. 
Now, if you want to leave me a voice message, a video message, or just a good old-fashioned text message, you can DM me or email the show at joeybshow at gmail.com. All right, we got a few voicemails here. This one is from Winsome. Is that the name? Winsome. Okay, let's play it. I'm listening to your voice, and your voice is annoying. You sound like a freaking cross between a freaking transvestite and a freaking boy just um, turning, um, coming into puberty. Your voice is is freaking like an high-pitched freaking female voice. It feels like they shaved down your your Adam's apple, and freaking some of the um, the remnants going went into your. trachea you're wherever you're so freaking you're so annoying hmm okay well that wraps up that segment so actually you know what let's go back to this fine listener what's her name winsome winsome okay winsome what kind of name is winsome if i find out that you have a twin brother named Lusome. I will crown your mother as the queen of comedy if she named her children Winsome and Lusome. She would be the greatest comedian no one's ever heard of. I really hope that's the case. I thank you for your call. That was a very sweet message. All right, this one's from Just Chill Bill. All right, Bill, what do you got for me? Bill writes, what if you woke up one day and your nipples were gone? No scars, just gone. The same day you find out your dad died last night. Then, several days later, you find out for your entire life he'd been sucking on your chest, making two gigantic hickeys where your nipples should have been, because you were born without him. He didn't do this for any sexual reason, but just so that you'd fit in. Well, Bill... I would question the person who relayed to me that information because he could have just used suction cups to do that. There'd be no reason for him to do that. What I'm really curious about now is what goes on in your head, Bill. What other deranged scenarios between people do you think of that results in mental trauma for people, Bill? You got bodies under your house? Who's in your basement right now? You should have your computer seized. That's what needs to happen. What are you doing on there? Goes on at night. Anyway. All right. I'm being told we have a phone call coming in. Who who even has this number here? Hello? Hello? Yeah, who is this? Yo, is this, is this, is this Joey? Joey B. Tunes? Yeah, how how did you get this number? Who is this? when you're when you're in the industry, and when you're you're being posted on Joe Rogan, don't you know that I have Joe Rogan's number? I, Joe they, Rogan gave me this number, fam. I thought Kim put you in a nut house. See, that's the type of stuff that I'm talking about. Like every time I call anybody, they always got to bring up what Kim did. Kim is not my master, fam. I am Leonardo da Vinci. I am a god. Look, man, I I don't even have a problem with you. I mean, I I just I'm surprised they let you even use the phone in there. I mean, I could try to get you out. I mean, I'm on your side, man. Yo, no, you're not trying to get me out because I've seen some of your cartoons, some of your parodies 
talking about me, fam. But if you watch that interview that I did with Joe Rogan, I love everybody. That's why I called you, fam, to find out what, what your issue is with Jesus. Well, I don't have an issue. And, and talk about you're on this and that. I mean, I've seen your fashion shows. They're terrible. Didn't you try to sell a white T-shirt for $800? And you, and you know what, fam? I put Jesus is King on that white T-shirt and sold it for $500, fam, because people believe in Jesus and the master of art. You ain't got the answers, Joey. You don't know because you're not in the fashion, fam. You need to stick to what it is that you do. Make your little cartoons and your little narrations about people. That's what you stick to, fam. You need That's to what you do. Stick to the medication. What are they feeding you in there? Yo, only only geniuses know what it is. See, you 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 don't know nothing about what I do for a living, fam. I am a uh, genius. Oh, you're all killing me. All this stuff you're, that's you're... on TMZ, all this stuff that's all over the television about me being crazy. They're not gonna tell you the real. That's I, why I ran for president. Look, I can't. Because I can't, they I can't know do this. That I'm I, a genius. Kanye, I got. I gotta go. I gotta go. No. No, I gotta man, go. I'm gonna cut to you off, I man. I just can't, I can't listen to this. Who, who? Goodbye. Goodbye. Yo, I'm going. We're out. We're out. Click. What the hell was that? I don't know why the guy hates me so much. Anyway, I want to introduce my first guest of the show, who is, in my opinion, the best impressionist in comedy right now. He's the voice of Takashi Six Nine, Kanye West, and many others on the Fuse show, Sugar and Toys. I've been blessed to have this guy voice many of my own animated shorts. He's a favorite in the sports world for doing sports commentary impressions. This guy is a gem. Ladies and gentlemen, Savvy the Amusing. What's up, brother? Yo, what's up, Joe? What's going on, bro? Hey, man, I feel like it's been so long since I saw you in L.A., man. Oh, man, it has been. And it's, I believe that was 2019, wasn't it? Yeah, has it been that long? You you want to know what's so crazy, man? When we say 2019, because of the world's current state, it seems like that was five years ago. I know, man. And and I was going to ask <laughs> you, too, because I know last time I checked in with you, you were doing a lot of stand-up. How's the pandemic affected the comedy scene out there? Bro, it's it's unbelievable, man. Um, Because, you know, out here in California, you know, it's ran by a Democratic governor, so everything is closed um, everything has been shut down. If we, if us uh, stand-up comedians want means of stand-up comedy, we got to go to either Atlanta or or Texas, which is still scafe, you know, because there's just quarantine rules, et cetera, et cetera. So as far as stand-up, man, I've really taken a blow. And um, 2019 was a very good year for me. I felt like I was on my way. Mm-hmm. I was three years into my stand-up comedy. I was really learning the craft. <clears throat> and then, bam, 2020 hits, and it all gets wiped away. So as far as the aspect of stand-up comedy for me has been shut down, man. So thank God for social media platforms, yep. Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, et cetera, to where I can still display my talents, man. And so I won't rust up over here. That's what I was going to say. I, I resonate with that because, I mean, if it wasn't for social media, even though, you know, there's, I have a love-hate with social media. I don't know about you, but my stuff gets taken down a lot. I mean, I'm kind of at odds with I mean, I, I, I appreciate that there's a platform for us. But uh, I don't know about you. Do you get a lot of grief from some of these platforms taking your stuff? Because I, I feel like I'm a little more opinionated in what I do. I feel like they just yeah. don't like what I'm saying. That's what it is. You know? See, man, it's, it's so funny that you would say that, bro, because 
as a comedian, I don't like to filter my thoughts or filter what I have to say, but it's almost I've been pushed against a corner to where it feels like you have to. Because yeah. like you said, social media is it's not the fact that you're doing something wrong. It's that they simply don't like what you just said. And why don't <laughs> they, they just, just say that? They don't like what you said, so they're going to remove it. But what's funny about it, and you're right, it's just that they try to come off as that as if they're unbiased, right? right? But, but just are. say, but it's okay. Just say that I want them to say that they're biased and just give us a list of what they like and what they don't like instead of writing these wishy-washy guidelines that they don't even follow themselves because you could do something that gets you censored or banned, but then you could find that same material online, you know, whether you're using a clip or something (laughs) you say, it's like, it's, it's inconsistent. It's just like you said, even with these governors and all like everything, it's, everybody's a fucking hypocrite. It is. They man. say one thing and do another. And that's kind of like what becomes the norm <laughs> in this country. And nobody, and it's like sometimes I feel like, am I the only one that sees this? And I know the answer is no, but it's like there needs to be more people standing up against that shit. They man. do, man, because ev- everything, is, we, we live in very hypocritical time. It's weird. I remember one thing, Joey, I was uh, last year around the time I remember R. Kelly was in all this trouble. He was getting ready to go to jail. And I did a video edit um, of him pissing on somebody, right? Mm. And so Instagram not only removed it, they removed it and gave me a stiff warning. They literally said, Savvy the Amusing, if you post this video again, you will lose your account Mm. for violating our services. Um, This is your final warning. Like, they literally gave me a stiff warning. Yeah. But... The weird thing about it is you could go to all these other pa- I mean world stars posting chicks sticking stuff up their ass and yeah, that's shaking okay. their ass and twerking and Right. But I do a joke video on yep. R. Kelly. Yeah. And you basically threaten to ban me for life. I, I don't understand, man. It, it makes me wonder if there's actually real people monitoring this stuff i feel like it's a big automated system and they're relying on ai to kind of filter a lot of this stuff out and then when you appeal or maybe contact them maybe somebody then they look at it i don't know i can't imagine that they could handle millions and millions of uploads like not to be on their side but i've heard this argument you know where like they they're just overwhelmed with a lot of content that i wonder if they're relying on AI because it just never adds up. You know what I mean? It's like, I feel like you got a real person on the phone, which you can never call these people. Who are these people? You never, there's never a phone number. You notice that? I mean, every company in the world's got a phone number, (laughs) but none of these social media companies do. And they're all, they all live in the same place in Silicon Valley. What's going on? What is in the air over there? Are they crop dusting these buildings and poisoning these people's minds? What's going on with them? And here's the weird part about it, bro. Like we're talking about billion dollar corporations, but I can't talk to anyone. I can't talk to nobody. It's It's nothing you you can do, It's some of the most hypocritical shit that I've ever seen in my life, man. And, um, you know, switching reels uh, shortly, going into the governor thing, it it doesn't make sense. Because, see, here's here's something I want to share with you, Joey. I had got, uh, I contracted uh, COVID-19. And when I had it, I had it in um, July. 
I had mm-hmm. it in July, shortly after my daughter's uh, birthday. Yep. Now, here's the weird part. I had on my mask all the time. Like, literally, I wore my mask all the time. Yep. I was not going to any parties. Mm-hmm. I just stepped out for essential stuff. Went into the grocery market. I used my hand sanitizer. And I still got it. Right. So, you mean to tell me that I can wear a mask <laughs> and do all the shit I'm supposed to do, and I still catch this thing? It's because it's not the end all be all. I mean, if you, you know what I mean? It's like, I think that people think that the mask is the end all be all invincibility shield to this. Right. It's just like one extra layer of protection. But I mean, who, I don't see anyone wearing goggles that can't get in their eyes. That's I see it, everybody <laughs> touching all my groceries when I go in the grocery store. I mean, you know what I mean? I'm like, but am I the only one that sees this? <laughs> I mean, what do you carry but in your pocket? Cash, right? It's the filthiest yeah, thing that and exists. The and, then stra- and no one has a problem with it. That's why, see, Savvy, this is why I just disassociate myself with people. I just, if, if you guys are going in that direction, I'm going in other directions. Consider me just you, man, wandering around in the woods by myself at this point. No, but you're, <laughs> I guess is what you would call woke. I mean, I the guess. way the system goes, it's, it's like, how dare you question me? Don't ask this right. question. You just do what I tell you to do. right. And, man, I've gotten to arguments with family members and all yeah. kind of stuff over this stuff, man. Same. Ridiculous. Same. Anyway, man, on a lighter note, I got a, I got an idea. If you're up for it, I want to play a game with you. I want to do okay. something like the, uh, the Wheel of Impressions. Okay. So what I'll do is I'll name a celebrity in a scenario. And I, w- and I want to see if you could bring it to life. I, and I'll play okay. the other character, too. So I'm thinking, let me, let me just think, let me get my wheel spinning here. Why don't we do, uh, Steve, how about Stephen A. Smith berating a waitress for bringing him the wrong food? You got it. Okay, sir. Uh, I hope you enjoy your food. You know what? Last time I came here, this happened. What's, what, and I uh, thought, I, I, I just figured it was, it was a common mistake. Is there, is there a problem, sir? I ought, yeah, I'm getting ready to tell you what the problem is. The problem is, is last time I ordered the lobster and the shrimp, you bought me steak and shrimp. But now you did it again. You just bought me lobster sir, and shrimp when I ordered the steak and the shrimp. Sir, sir, I'm going to have to ask you to keep it down. There's no, some... what I need you to do? I'm going to need you to stay off the weed. <laughs> I'm going to get my manager. You're bringing me the wrong stuff. I'm going to get my... This, this right here is, a, is, is despicable. This is a five-store restaurant. How do you have people like you working here? You, you know ought to be ashamed. I, I, I apologize, sir. I don't think I could. I, I'm going to quit. I'm, you know what? I'm, I you quit. Should. I feel you should. You need to quit and go into another profession. <laughs> because you keep bringing the wrong stuff. You shouldn't be working here. Okay. Snoop Dogg being confronted by a McDonald's manager for smoking weed in the parking lot. Okay. Uh, sir, uh, could you roll down your window, please? We, hey yo, cuz I can't roll down my window, my nigga. I'm mm-hmm. trying to keep this essence in here while I order my Big Mac, my nigga. Well, uh, sir, we've been getting a lot of complaints of people inside. That some of the fumes from your van is coming into the uh, the facility hey, here. Yo, I guarantee you, half them people, cuz they saying ba da ba ba ba. I'm loving. Uh, Straight up, I, you know, sir, I love it too. But you know, I I have a job that I have exactly. to do. Exactly. So why don't you go in there, do your job? Serve me my Big Mac, my fries, and my Lord's drink, cuz. 
How, Don't worry about what's coming out this van, my nigga. How about you let me in the van and we'll roll one together and then we'll just call it even. How's that? Now you talk. Now that's what I'm talking about. Girls, open the door. Come in here. Smoke some of this shit with your dog. Snoop Deal Double G. How about this? Takashi 69 going for a job interview at a car dealership. Going for a job interview at, at a, a car, car dealership. So, uh, Mr. 6ix9ine, do you have any experience selling cars? You're like, I'm the type of dude, right? I can sell pretty much anything. Like, I made the whole world believe that I was selling dope, right? But I never did. But I can I can definitely sell cars simply because all of my people will believe it. Like, if I told everybody I was selling vehicles, they will believe it. Sounds good. Uh, my only concern is the tattoos on your face. Those are stick-ons, right? No, no, like, I got the tattoos because I needed to do that at the time when I was living in Brooklyn, right? Okay. These dirty-ass fucking dudes, they thought I was, like, a coward. So I got the tattoos. But if you guys got, like, some makeup or something, right? Like, some makeup, right? That's on my daughter. If you give me the makeup, I can sell any car ahead. Okay. Period. I'm better. I'm better than all everybody you got in here. I'm better than all. Look at my numbers. Go back to high school and look at my numbers when mm-hmm. I was selling baseball cards. I bet it's better than these dudes right here. My numbers. My numbers are ten times better than his. Now I've heard that uh, you got in some trouble lately, and and um, you're not a snitch, are you? Because you know we don't like tattletales around here. You're like these people that I that I snitched on, right? Check it out, right? Yeah. They tried to kill me. Really? They tried to have sex with my baby mother. Oh, geez. So it's like, that's, it be, it's dumb. So yeah, I'm a snitch. But for you to not hire me because I snitch to save my life, it's like, it's just fucking dumb. Hmm. Well, I mean, are you stupid? You going to do time for, for somebody to, to do that shit, right? <laughs> no. I don't think so, blood. Bernie Mac ordering a sub at an Italian deli. Okay. How you doing, pal? What do you what could I get for you, buddy? Doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. Pretty good. You know what I'm saying? Let me get that meatball marinara. I want the the type of shit the, the motherfucker with the mustache. The Italian, OG Italian. Oh, Tony. Yeah, my dad's in the back there. Tony. Yeah, Are you Tony, talking about? Tony, Tony. Tell him to make me a motherfucking meatball marinara sandwich. All right. What else could I put on Italian there? Italian style. However the fuck y'all eat it. That's how I want to eat. It. <laughs> the same motherfucking way. I want him to have them hairy ass motherfucking arm. Hairy motherfucking arm. Twisted mustache. Ass licked the fuck back. You hear that, Tony? Bitch. You got this guy talking shit about you back there, Tony. How, how do you feel about that? Who the fuck is this guy? Who the fuck does he think he is? Is this that Bernie guy again? That's me. I'll make my motherfucking sandwich. Hey, don't upset him back there, you know. He, he takes pride him. in his mustache. He thinks you're making fun of him now. I'm not trying to make fun of no motherfucking body. I just want my sandwich. Right. Make it! Make it! Tony, make it! Make it! Make you- it! <laughs> I didn't ask for nothing else. Nothing! I just want my sandwich. All right, let's, let's do one more. Uh, and you're on your own you know with this one. I want you, what? you know what I want you to do? I want what? you to push me. I want you to push it to the limit. I want you to try... I want the people to fi- to, to, to oh. let me know how well my Joe Rogan is. I've been working on Joe. Oh, really? I've been working on it. Okay, okay. Let's think. Let's see here. All right. Let's say 
how about this? It's me on the Joe Rogan experience right now. Okay. Joe Rogan. Okay. So, uh, Joey, you you did the, you did this video last week, um, and you were talking about the the hypocritical state of you know the governors and, and this mask and all of this stuff. Like, um, what what made you come up with the scenario for that for that video? I just don't like hypocrites. I don't people that are two faced. Yeah. And you know what, Joe, I appreciate you having me on here, but I just want to check before we go any further. Yeah. Um you're not on DMT right now, are you? Uh no. I definitely got some marijuana back there. Um uh DC just brought me some not too long ago. Um we interviewed uh Kanye West a couple of weeks ago. He yeah. had some. He, he may not display it because you know he's a preacher and all now. Well, he just called me earlier and I, I don't I know heard, he had I, some kind of a problem. You know, I'm with me. the one I'm the one gave gave him your number. Uh, I gave you Kanye did that. Yeah. Well, I wanted him to talk to you. Well, you know what? If I if I could say something here, and I probably yeah. should because I know you could kick my ass. So what I'm I'm not gonna say anything. I'm actually gonna get up and leave now. You're you're you know, I I don't appreciate you giving my number out to this maniac. Well, okay. it, it was it was tr- trust me, Joey. Whenever I do something, it's it's for a reason. Uh, Kanye, I know he's a nutcase. Every, everyone knows that, but he, he knows how to run up the numbers. So if he called you, uh, just be thankful to me because your numbers are going to be fucking, fucking insane. They're going to well, be crazy. I, I can't disagree with that. All right. Let's see if you could do this. But like I said, you're on your own. Marv Albert delivering a baby. Oh, my. Oh, Marv Albert delivering a baby. Okay. Okay. Well, we're going to need you to push this baby. We can see the head. No, push, push right there. Yes, your baby is coming. Oh, my goodness. It's a boy, and I can tell that it's a boy because the penis is looking directly into my face. Oh, my uh, goodness. Oh, This dear. is amazing. Did you have this child by a black guy or something? This, this, yes, this is definitely... The biggest penis I've ever seen on an infant. I have just <laughs> delivered this child, and I feel amazing. Oh, dude, you got me rolling right now, <laughs> dude. How do you? I gotta ask you, man. What's what's the process in developing an impression? Like, how do you choose who to do? Well, like you know what, man. I'm not. I'm not an impression. Impressionist that's, that's arrogant. You know, they got a lot of impressionists out there that'll tell you. Oh man, I just crush everybody. I do everybody. There's a lot of the voices I do that I'm insecure about. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's I haven't quite mastered everyone. But if there's somebody that I really want to do, I just continue to listen to them, man. I mean, when I'm going to bed at night, uh, when I'm driving in my car, I just listen to their interviews, listen to their music. Depends on depends on what it is that they do, and I just listen and after a while, I'm like, you know what? I think I got it well enough to try it. Mm. So a lot does go into it. Some of the voices, Joey, comes just natural where I don't have to practice. But some, yeah. I have to really exercise the voice box and the vocals to try to get it right, man. But It almost sounds like a, like a 
to use like an analogy of like a, a guitar player or something practicing just riffing on his guitar or something where it's like sometimes it might just come to you but then yeah. some things you might need to kind of finesse and work on a little bit is that kind of yeah, how it it's, is it's difficult yeah i could imagine i mean like i know for me like just drawing a lot or doing like some of the cartoon we should actually talk about that too because i don't think a lot of people know that some of my new followers don't know that me and you worked on a few animated shorts ourselves oh, yeah, man. like the takashi 69 chronicles a lebron james Bro, we chronicles were man, we were killing that and we need killing to do some them. more of those man we do man and one thing about it with you joey is like i um i never could find it's it's amazing, man. It, it, it's almost like what goes into winning a championship for a team. Mm-hmm. Um, when you are in sync with your teammates, everything just flows smooth, man. And I think yep. you got that same twisted mind that I have. Yeah, dude. And, I um, I'll tell you this, man. Like just. Even the first, I forget what the first one we did was, but right off the bat, I mean, our creative process together, it was like one, two, three. I was like, bro, you wrote most of this stuff. I mean, I would just add the bells and whistles in post-production with the, you know, the the faces and all that. But bro, I got to give it to you, man. Like you come up with this stuff so fast and on the spot and and it's perfect. And for those little short clips that we did, man, like your writing is very underrated, man. Like you should you should do more writing and i'm sure you do yeah but yeah man i appreciate that joey but one one thing about it it's like when you when when two people are sitting down and they put their their creative minds together like you made it easy for me because what you would say like you know what man um savvy bill cosby's in jail and takashi's in jail what if we come up with some kind of scenario to where they cross paths i'm like i got it I can't understand how you get out of prison when you was all this gangster doing all the jello pudding. Cause I'm a snitch, stupid. Oh. What you put in my drink, Blay? A great loop. Since you about to get out, I want some of that jello pudding. Get away from me, stupid. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> like I got- Every time you just be like, you know? I got it quick. Like no, no ifs, ands, or buts, man. Like it's like right. we're on the same frequency. I think it's like our taste in comedy is kind of similar. Like I feel, you know what similar, I mean? Like man. I feel like you, you look at it the same way I do. If exactly. that makes sense. And you always add, add the Easter eggs. Like yeah. <laughs> I, I sit back, man, and just can't wait till the animation is done because you always add something. It's like some sort of hidden joke that I didn't have a clue that you would do. And I'm like, man, Joey, is he is a twisted yeah. dude, man. Like, oh. straight twisted. Man, I love it, man, because Thanks, that's my man. style, you know? Yeah. That's what I always wanted to do. I just I didn't know. have the skill set to do it. So when I met you yeah. and I saw that we were like-minded, I'm like, mm. man, we're going to kill him. We're going to kill yeah. him every time. Yeah. How was that experience working with, uh, I, I believe you said that you were uh, working with the Boondocks creator. Apparently, he saw one of our cartoons. Didn't he see one of the Kanye West cartoons and he had you? How did that yeah. all develop? Yeah, man. See, the, the, the thing about it is with, with social media, a lot of the times you may not even know people are watching your content, but you should continue working because they are, man. And, you know, when this guy contacted me, he said, yo, were you the voice of Kanye? You know, and I'm like, yeah. Like, yo, bro, I, I got a part for you, you know? Mm. And then, you know, I, I knew who the guy was, you know, and I was honored to do it. And I just recently shot a pilot um, with him um, with a with a new cartoon that they're that they're pitching, man. Um, and uh, all of this comes from 
just displaying some of the things I do on social media, whether it be some of the crazy cartoons that you and I did, or whether it just be uh, voiceovers that I've just posted out there for people to see it, man. So social media, you know, it's a dope platform to put your put your projects out there, bro, because people are watching. Hell yeah, up. man. Bro, watching, man. dude, I really appreciate you coming on and taking the time out to do this, man. Uh, what do you what do you have? Uh, what do you want to promote? What do you got coming up? Um, well, man, at, at the moment, uh, unfortunately, you know, I don't, I don't I don't have a lot of things on the burner. I am coming out with my own medical marijuana brand. Uh, you know, I don't know what I'm I don't know what I'm going to label it yet. But man, when I found out that they weren't going to find these NBA and NFL players for THC, I said, oh, I'm jumping on it, man. So there is yeah. a savvy brand coming out with some sort of medical cannabis that you could expect that 2021 for sure. Um, and the next the next thing I'm doing, guys, is, is the NBA season is on the way back. You can just look forward to some crazy videos on social media. And uh, hopefully me and Joey got something in the burner uh, with, with some new animated cartoons, shorts for you guys. Absolutely. We will. Where can they catch all your stuff? Yeah, man, you can catch me on Facebook at Savvy Amusing, Instagram, Savvy Amusing, and Twitter, Savvy The Amusing. Hell yeah. All right, brother. Talk to you soon, buddy. All right, Joe. Appreciate you having me, man. Oh, man. Yes, sir. All right, that's all we got, folks. Goodbye. Want a sneak peek of the greatest outwear technology? Close your eyes. Picture yourself on a tropical island. Yeah. For those who like to feel warm in cold weather, Hestiaware, smart heated vest, with all the power of enjoying pure warmth and outdoor activities. No more piling on layers of clothing. All smart thinking. Didn't come up with a gift idea yet? See it for yourself at Hestiaware.com. 